Hi, I'm Bree from BreeBoucher.com, your host of Soul to Soul, the podcast. Welcome to your weekly dose of soul deep conversations and quick hits of intuitive downloads. Let's begin. Welcome to Soul to Soul, the podcast. Today I have with me um, Brie Amber, who is a mental health advocate, um, and she has struggled with mental health um, illness herself. Um, she now works to support mothers in identifying and seeking support with their own mental health challenges. Brie, thank you for joining us. Um, I'd love to hear in your own words, like who you are and what you're all about. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm a mum of three daughters, um, aged uh, nearly 12, nearly 10 and nearly four. So I had a big gap in between the first two. Mm. Um, I've struggled with mental illness for the probably last 15, 16 years in uh, bouts of depression and anxiety. And then I suffered with postnatal depression with my third daughter. I actually didn't get it with my first two, but um, having the big gap, I think, um, and going back to sleepless nights and all that sort of thing that motherhood brings us, um, yeah, I ended up um, being diagnosed with postnatal depression with the third daughter. Mm, oh, wow. And how's that shaped, you know, like um, what you're doing in the world now? Yeah, so um, I was quite unwell for a period of 18 months to two years with the postnatal depression. Um, and when I was able to recover and get out of it, I actually thought I need to help these people that are in this situation. And even more than just helping people with their, with postnatal depression or anxiety, I wanted to, to get to the mums before they got to this point. I think that what we do as mothers, we be, we're such martyrs on ourselves and we keep striving to say, you know, like, we're okay, we're fine, we can keep going. But then there comes to this point that we crash down and unfortunately that results in, you know, nervous breakdowns, which I had always done. I was hospitalised and I had to see a psychologist, a psychiatrist mm. and got a lot of support um, from a lot of friends and family. But... Yeah, we don't actually, we don't want people to get to that point. We don't want them yeah. to, you know, to actually go down that path. So if we can pick it up early and, and read the signs of um, anxiousness and, and feeling really depleted and, you know, not putting things in place like self-care practices and, you know, asking for help, we can actually prevent them going down and having mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm so keen to hear about everything and how your journey has sort of unfolded. But um, let's start off with some icebreaker questions to yeah. start off. Um, so what's your favourite, tea or coffee? Coffee. I'm a massive coffee drinker. Love it, love yeah. it, love it. I have to get up and have a coffee. Like, and if I'm not, I'm in a really bad mood. So my poor children know <laughs> I haven't had a coffee. <laughs> that's so funny I used to be like that too um I stopped um drinking coffee recently but I used to be like that with um like if I missed a missed drinking for whatever reason maybe we didn't have any milk or the coffee was out or whatever I was just like oh I'm totally out of control yeah I know it's horrible <laughs> I mean <laughs> oh dear um are you an introvert or an extrovert definitely an extrovert yeah. yeah. I need to be around people. I, yeah, I love being out, love socialising. Yeah, definitely. 
Mm. And how does that show up in your business? Um, yeah, I think that I just, I've got a, a, a private little group and I actually get in there and I speak in there every day. So it just, I feel like I'm with this group of people and I'm communicating with them and mm. yeah, yeah, I love that. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, are you into tarot or oracle cards? I love oracle cards. Yeah. I've actually just got myself some uh, Rebecca Campbell oracle cards. And, yeah. um, and um, yeah, so I have to, I draw myself um, a card every morning and I do love it. I've only just come across them not long ago, but I love them. Yeah, I love Rebecca Campbell. Which deck do you have? Um, oh, what's it called? Work Your Light? Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. They're yeah, so pretty what... too. I know, I adore yeah. them. It's probably my favourite deck. It's like my first deck that I got yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, definitely adore that card. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to sneeze in a second maybe. <laughs> Let's see. Um, what are you reading at the moment? Um, I, Untamed. Untamed. Ah, yeah, are you enjoying it? I love it. Yeah, I love mm. it. I've actually bought the book and then I felt like I wasn't reading, you know, reading it enough. And so I downloaded it on Audible and yeah. that was the best thing I did. So I was just being able to go from if I have time to read it or if not, I'll just start listening to it on my yeah, headphones. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool. I have it on Audible and I'm about halfway through, maybe a little bit further than halfway at this point. Um, I was actually reading it as part of like a book club and it was interesting to hear, you know, the different perspectives on, you know, like the same story. And some people, you know, I've heard a lot that some people really love it and other people really hate it. And so it's sort of like, um, you know, separating kind of people down the middle as to maybe whether they resonate with what she's talking about or think that maybe um it's like a yeah of course duh kind of opinion yeah. like you know oh, so it's either it. it's either or yeah interesting. Mm. Mm, so cool um i do you have a morning routine that you follow other than your coffee <laughs> yeah so i normally i get up at 5 30 a.m to have a coffee with my husband so my husband leaves for work about six o'clock and we were just finding that we weren't having any time together he works about 12 mm. hours a day gets home you know yeah. with dinner did the routine with the kids and I was like I actually feel like I'm not connecting with you anymore so I started getting up at 5 30 in the morning mm -hmm. to have that morning conversation with him that morning coffee and then you know 6 a.m I think my my three-year-old's up then so then the day starts but um and then you know just school lunches and just getting the kids ready for school and the school drop off but but yeah 5 30 is my new wake-up time <laughs> that's so nice that yeah. you cultivated that sort of like um quiet time with your yeah. husband yeah mm. sometimes. yeah so lovely so pretty. Um, do you have a vision board? Are you into that sort of stuff? Yeah, no, I, I used to actually. I used to have a book, but I probably I don't do it as much, but I do have it on Pinterest. So I just uh, I love yeah. my vision board on, on Pinterest. So I, yeah, yeah. in everything that I love or that I want to get. So, yeah, mm. I'm a visual so person. Cool. So I love having that, yeah. Yeah, for sure. What are you working on manifesting at the moment? Um, new laptop. I want to get yep. some photos done for my business. 
Um, ah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. exciting. Yeah. I actually want a new laptop too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I actually, I woke up this morning going, I'm going to get that laptop, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Okay. So let's get into the main part of the conversation. Um, and as you know, like my thing is purpose. And so I'm really fascinated to hear about um, like where people come from, where, you know, they have found themselves and why that feels like it's you know your purpose and so I would love to know like what your dream career was when you were growing up what you thought you were going to do yeah yeah so I left school at um the year 10 so I was I hated school I was not academic at all Mm. um and later finding out I was dyslexic when I was 22 years old so I really struggled through school and um but I didn't know at school I wasn't yeah of course diagnosed back then and um so I started working full-time at 16 and I absolutely loved working loved working because I was around I don't know if I was around adults I was around you know and I had all these mentors teaching me I started off in retail then went into office environments um started Mm. reception and then just moved to accounts and yeah, I just moved my way around up the corporate ladder. Um, yeah. And working in finance. But, um, yeah, and, but I think my passion was just to be a mum. Like, I just, I always wanted to be a mum. And, yeah, and then I, I really struggled to get pregnant. I had three mis- miscarriages and, um, and I had a condition that I was, my blood was clotting, so I actually needed to inject myself. You know, have mm. per day um, to able to keep the baby. So, wow. um, so I had a bit of a yeah, bit of a time like a yeah, bit of a yucky time during then. But when I had the girls, I just I was desperate to be a stay home mum because my mum was not a stay home mum. My mum was mm-hmm. a mum and she worked every day. And I just I thought this is what I want to do in life. I just want to you know raise my girls and be at home. And I was lucky enough that my husband supported me and was able to do that and then fast forward 11 years of being a stay-home mum I'm like there's got to be something more like there's got to be like and I just think that you know um probably over the last 12 months I started to really invest in myself and doing a lot of personal development work and saying you know what else is there for me um I've always loved writing, even though I'm dyslexic, I'm not a great speller or putting words together or anything like that, but I've just loved writing. Yeah. And so I, I got into a group, it was called The Mum Project, and she sort of encouraged me to start writing my story maybe, you know, with the postnatal depression and um, and to actually put it out to Panda, which is a, Panda is an organisation that looks after postnatal depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I actually did call them. So I used their services during postnatal. Um, so I wrote my story and I, I sent it into them. And then I had an interview with them because they asked me if I could come on board as a volunteer. So I, I got a lot out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought, oh, I want to do still, I want something more. So then I was going and I was writing all the time at cafes. It was my little outlet. It was just like, oh my God, I'm loving this. Going to a cafe yeah. and just writing and having that free time, you know, that time out for me. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then I was encouraged to maybe start a blog, you know, so I started doing that. 
And then I got in the Carly Marie world and <laughs> um, started doing online courses with her. And then I thought, actually, I could actually run my own courses. Like, you know, so I went and did, um, I went and did a mental health first aid course and I thought maybe I could start facilitating these courses um, yeah. and doing them in offices. Yeah. But then I thought, oh, no, I really want to add my twist to it. So I really want to do my own. So that's when I, yeah, started creating my own sort of course and ready to launch that. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I definitely find, like, it definitely lights me up. It's just so mm. it's to help these women. Um, just because I feel like I was in that position. I was in that position going, there's got to be more to life. Like I'm on, on such, it's such Groundhog Day being a mum and even though it can be extremely rewarding, it can be sometimes really unfulfilling, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, so this is, that's why I've got to where I am. Yeah, wow. So um, with your like jobs and your career, before you became a mum, what sort of um, things lit you up at that stage? You know, what were the things that you really enjoyed? Yeah, you know what? When I think back to my career, I just think I just love seeing people. I just love being around people. <laughs> I had, I was always at the, you know, the um, the functions, the, you know, um, yeah. after work drinks and mm-hmm. all the networking. Love, yeah, I just love the connection. Like, I mean, mm. I didn't actually any any of my jobs. I can say, oh my god, I loved that job. I just loved being around people. Like, yeah. and that's one thing that you know a lot of people do miss when they around if they're an extrovert and you're around these people and then you come into motherhood and you just most times it's just you and your baby at home mm, isolated know, yeah really isolating so mm. i mean i was lucky enough to join a mother's group with my first one and i met some beautiful mums but yeah i think it, it's still not that daily contact that you're used to working in an office environment or whatever you know wherever you're working yeah yeah so um how many years did you say you were in that sort of stay-at-home mum day? 11. 11. 11 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and part of my husband, because he actually feels a bit like, I think it's the masculine in him, though. He's like, well, aren't you fulfilled? It's like, you know, you get to stay home. And I'm like, nothing against you. And I've been lucky that I've been able to do that. But I just mm. want something more. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can I can sort of see that as well. Um, and so do you know, can you see a moment in time where you've maybe had like an aha moment or something turned for you and you're like, ah, this is I, I actually think it was after the nervous breakdown. I was I was extremely mm. suicidal in um in that depths of despair and that depression. Yeah. And so I almost felt like when I had recovered, I, I felt like I had this second chance of life. Like I thought, yeah. oh God, I've got a second chance to be a mum and to be with these girls. But what can I do for me? Like what yeah. can I do that lights me up? Yeah. And um and yeah, I think that that was my ah moment. You know, to go, yeah, this is something that I love that lights me up. Mm, yeah for sure and do you um did you have a moment or maybe there's multiple moments where you knew like you were on the right path and you sort of found your purpose and like your soul's calling yeah I think when I first did a big post about mental health and my struggles 
it got shared like 37 times and I was yeah. like oh my god people are resonating with what I'm writing and amazing. yeah and I really thought that oh my god I'm on the right track I need to share yeah. this I need to break the stigma and I need to be there for people to know that they're not alone so yeah. I think that was a massive and I and plus you know I've got some beautiful feedback to say oh, thank God I you know I heard from you because this is how I'm feeling it's like you're in my head and you know yeah. those comments that I just thought oh yeah I'm doing the right thing yeah I'm sure I can imagine like having people reach out to you and sort of saying thank you so much for sharing yeah. um you know how I was feeling or how I am feeling yeah. um it would really like give you that reassurance that you're on the right track yes. um yeah so what would you um any is there any, any any advice for other people kind of like feeling like they um haven't quite reached that moment where they've had that like ah this is you know this is it like yeah. you know feeling like they're on the right path but haven't had that out external kind of validation you know we can have a lot of internal validation that it's the right thing but what about like haven't received that external validation yet yeah just keep going I think if something lights you up I mm. think you just need to keep going and say and because it, it will come to you I really believe yeah. that it will come to you if you're so passionate about something and it lights you up I think the external you know things will come to you I really believe yeah that. Yeah, if you're following, yeah, like you said, what lights you up, what feels right, what um, what is of interest to you, then it's going to also touch someone else's, you know, heart and soul and, you know, that will eventuate. So, yeah, I love that um, feedback and advice. Um, how do you feel, you know, like in your previous, like, career and also as being um, a stay-at-home mum for so long, um, how, do you, how does it feel different now? to that path like the path you're on now how does it feel different yeah so I just I mean one of them is the flexibility like I'm able to still look after my kids it's obviously my three and a half year old I've still got her at home she goes yeah. to fresh a couple of days but I'm able to spend time with her but then be able to do on the two days that she's at creche I'm able to do my work and I really do feel like this is my work in the world like I need mm. to do this and you know, um, yeah, if my husband comes home from work, I'm able to go in the office for a couple of days. So I'm able to have that flexibility, which I didn't have if I'd go back to the work in the corporate. Um, yeah. Um, Did you consider doing that at any point, like going, um, going back to kind of working in corporate world after? No, no it was just not, not even a consideration. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon if you asked me a few years ago, I'd go, oh, maybe, but now I, now that I'm doing this sort of work, no way. No, I can not see myself doing that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I'd really love to no. be, um, <laughs> I'd love to go to women's conferences and speak on a stage just to help other women um, yeah. to sort of go, yeah, there, there is more to life. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got a little dog there growling at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, we so got a puppy. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah, if it's not your if it's not your dog, it's gonna be my dog. So don't, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> it's it's rare to have a recording with me and not having my dog making some sort of noise. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh dear. 
<laughs> yeah, no puppy. <laughs> um, so what do you feel like your soul is calling for you to have right now? Um, so I think just connecting with more women, just getting mm. my story out there, getting, um, yeah, letting, letting women know that there is more to life. Um, than just being a mum and not to feel guilty about that. Like not, you know, I think that we often think, but shouldn't we be with our kids all the time and shouldn't we want to, shouldn't we want to be with them and if we're at work and then we come home, shouldn't we still want that? No, it's okay to want more. Like it's okay and I just want women to know that it's okay to want more yeah. and to lose the guilt and lose the shoulds. Um, you know, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Yeah. Um, so it's just, yeah, really getting my message out there and connecting with as many mums as I can, I think. Amazing. So cool. So what's next for you then? So, yeah, so I'll be forever, I think, um, trying to get, connect with more mums and um, I will, I've, yeah, created a six-week course. So I'll be delivering that. Um, I really want it to be like an evergreen. I want it to be able to um, sort of do that every six weeks. Um, yeah, cool. That course and to help as many mums as I can. Amazing. Yeah. So cool. So how do people find you online? So I'm on Facebook at Brie Amber or on Instagram at Brie Amber. Amazing. Cool. And no website just yet. No website, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll come in time yeah. when it's needed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's so cool. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brie. It's been a great conversation. Oh, thank um, you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been so good. And um, I look forward to getting to know you a bit more myself um, offline as well. <laughs> thank you. Cool. I'll see you later. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining me today on Soul to Soul, the podcast with Brie Boucher. For more information about me and my work in the world, find me at briboucher.com and on Instagram at thebriboucher. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode. Take a screenshot and share with me on Instagram or leave a review on this episode. Big love. Have a beautiful day.